Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Final hour of the Get Right. Reg KG on 105. Three of the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Atatula. Yep. Ross and Chris holding it down for you here on your Turn It On, Leave It On station. Appreciate you joining us on Odyssey and the Odyssey app, the truckrate.com text line, 877-881-1053, 877-881-1053. If you want to get in on the conversation, going to get you caught up on the latest headlines on this football Friday going into a big weekend of sports as your Texas Rangers get ready to take on the Houston Astros in game one of the American League Championship Series. At Kevin Gray Sports, at Reg, at if you want to get at us on Twitter. It is 14-0 in Colorado. A uh, 23-yard touchdown reception for Travis Hunter uh, gives the Colorado Buffaloes, uh, extends their lead to 14-0 as he is back after suffering a lacerated liver as the Colorado Buffaloes look to move to 5-2, and two, taking on a struggling Stanford Cardinal team. Uh, at Folsom Field, so Dion and company looking to get their fifth win on the season, which would put them just one win away from being bowl eligible uh, for the 2023 college football season. Yeah, quite a, quite a jump for that Colorado program. Look, it's been fun to see how this program is obviously caught the attention of all of college football. Um, there's still a long ways to go for that program, but at the same time, it feels like they are on their way, and if nothing else, uh, Dion is putting this team in position for the next you know couple of years to continue their ascent uh, in the college football world, especially as they get ready to go back to the Big 12 and what that means for their chances over the next uh, couple of years. <laughs> I love when ESPN does this. They detail like all the stars that have showed up to Colorado football games this year, and it's been a who's who between Magic Johnson, DJ Khaled, The Rock, Tom Brady, as Dion wears his gold-plated headphones tonight. Offset. Offset. Okay, real quick tangent. Oh, here he goes. Did you see Offset, uh, what he did for Cardi B's uh, birthday? Like Is this, this recent? Yeah, it's like it just, it just oh. happened the other So, day. no, then I didn't. Oh, okay, well, never mind. Oh, it was, it was a lot. It was much. But it's not something you can tell me? Oh, it was just elaborate, you know, lavish. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was just... It just made me think about that. I saw that the other day. I was like, man, that's a lot of money. As a husband, you felt some type of way? Uh, yeah, kind of. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, it's it's like your theory when it comes to, you know, proposing, you know, at the at the ball game, like, you know. Doing it in public? Yeah, doing it in public. Yeah. Like, we, we don't got to see you, you know, show it off offset. Like, we get it. We get it. I need you to mark that one down for me. Really? Yeah. 
You was getting a little, you was getting a little, uh, a little smug. I needed to. All right. Yep. That's that's what we're doing on this Friday night. Absolutely. It's a Friday, especially, <laughs> especially on a Friday night. What you mean? Good to say. Um, but yeah, that just made me now. Anyway, forget it. <laughs> Headline. That's right. On a Friday night on 105 through the fan. Uh, speaking of relationships, shout out to James Harden and uh, Daryl Morey. Brother. <laughs> you already know where I'm going with this already. Uh, James Harden says his relationship with Daryl Morey is irreparable. Like, it's over. In his first public comment since uh, rejoining the 76ers last week, James Harden told reporters today um, that he continues to see no way that his relationship with Daryl Morey can be repaired, while also saying his plan is to, quote, play basketball. Yes, for sure. Uh, But no, Harden said flatly when asked directly whether he thought things could be patched up with Daryl Morey, saying this is not even about this situation. This is in life. End quote. Quote, when you lose trust in someone, it's like a marriage. You lose trust in someone. You know what I mean? It's pretty simple. Uh, so he's showing up to work, but he's not really at work. To paraphrase the the, the great thugnificent of Boondocks, what did he do to make him so mad? <laughs> like I just I'm really intrigued as to what happened between in that relationship. That like made it this level, and like I guess a lot of theory, uh, theory is like uh, there was a certain quid, quid pro quo. Yes, when James Harden took less money, and that maybe on the back end he would get that money back in some way. And a contract extension, yes. And it seems like the Sixers were like we never agreed to anything of the sort, and now James Harden is just out here lashing out. But I'm like, is that really all of it? Like, is is that what did it? Uh, so I I just find that to be incredible. But yeah, no, of course he's gonna play basketball. He can like he's, he's must go and get this money. And also he doesn't have enough leverage to like tear this thing down right now. I don't think. So let me ask you a question then: Who blinks first, Harden or Daryl Morey in the Philadelphia 76ers? Here's the tough thing about it, right? Daryl Morey won before in a way, and I know that it mm-hmm. sounds crazy to say that because James Harden got to go where he wanted to. But Daryl Morey, when he was the, uh, the I guess the executive, I don't remember if he was exactly the general manager, um, in Houston when this standoff happened, that man had to hang around Houston for a little bit until Daryl Morey could find the deal that he wanted to get, uh, you know, to, to extract the assets that he wanted. Mm-hmm. Daryl Morey has, like, the playbook on how you handle this. The problem is, at that point, that was like an MVP caliber player that, like, was an appealing asset that teams were just trying to get a deal on. Right now, it's just like, I don't know that there are a lot of teams that are clamoring for a good, admittedly good player, but not one but one that maybe is going to cost you a little bit more and also has his limitations. Clippers. And so, and especially if it's just the Clippers, which it does seem like right now, they're then bidding against nobody. That's right. And so, it's going to be hard for him to extract the value that he wants. So, I'm actually really intrigued on who blinks first because... If Daryl Morey holds on tight to the idea that, no, I'm going to wait till I get the deal that I want, I don't know that that's coming. And the problem is, you also have, and this is something that Dallas folks have kind of been weary about, but they should not be as worried as Philly should be about the idea that your star looks around and goes, hey, what's the actual you-know-what-are-we-doing here? Mm-hmm. And should I now then ask to go somewhere else? Because it, it does feel like it's starting to turn that way. For that's Joel the ripple Embiid. effect here with Joel Embiid. And here's the thing. It's obviously much more punitive for James Harden to come up with the idea that I'm just going to sit out games. You, you're not going to withhold services. You're going to go out there and play. Uh, but how much longer does Daryl Morey allow this to be a distraction 
for his basketball team while also also trying to ensure that his team remains competitive because this team is better. Wow, Cedric the Entertainer's at the game. That's hilarious. Um, while trying to ensure that he keeps Joel Embiid happy and keep a really good team. Oh, that's right. Has a new coach in Nick Nurse trying to figure things out on the fly as well. Like, there's a lot of moving parts here for Daryl Moore and the Philadelphia 76ers that have to be managed even just outside of the whole James Harden situation to allow them to remain competitive in the uh, the Eastern Conference. But, yeah, I can't imagine Daryl would want this to be a thing that's talked about every single day because as long as Harden is there, this is going to be the topic of discussion is when is James Harden going to be moved and who will he be moved to and what does that mean ultimately for Joel Embiid at that point. So the top of the Eastern Conference, we'll talk more in the NBA, you know, coming up here in about 10 minutes, but I'm just so fascinated by the top of the East when it comes to Milwaukee, Philadelphia, Boston, Yep. you know, obviously there as well as those top three teams, Miami, you know, with Jimmy Butler. And of course, as I mentioned with Milwaukee now having uh, Damian Lillard there as well. So, but yeah, James Harden said, yeah, man, this rep- relationship between me and Daryl Morey, you can forget about it. Um, speaking of the NBA, I did not even realize this until I saw it today. Uh, Miles Bridges is in trouble again. Yeah, he broke uh, the he broke the uh, the what's the right word? Uh, Apparently, it's a protection order. Yeah, he broke the terms is the word that I was looking mm-hmm. for. Terms was the word that, that held me up there, ladies and gentlemen, in case you ever think, hey, Reggie's a smart guy. No. Um, he broke the terms of a uh, protection order um, that stemmed from the domestic violence case that he had last year. So, obviously, that meant that there was a, a warrant or a, a, yeah, a warrant for his arrest, and then he had to go and turn himself in. Um, it's, it's real bad. Like, the details, if you want to go look them up, feel free to, but to summarize, it's real bad. Miles Bridges, Miles Bridges has been out here doing really, really heinous stuff, like really unhinged things. And it's kind of incredible that the Charlotte Hornets have, you know, really made big attempts to try and bring him back. Because as it looks right now, this he he's looking mighty untouchable uh, when it comes to having that guy associated with your with your team. I'm just seeing some of the the details. The details. Are there on any this. that you feel comfortable sharing with the class? Not really. Um, but one of the headlines from a story from Baxter Holmes, uh, when it comes to this, is that um, he apparently attacked a car mm-hmm. with children inside of it. That's right. I believe he was using billiards balls. Was the was the detail that I recall? So what, throwing the balls at the the windows okay. of the car? The uh, it was it was alleged that he threw billiard balls at his ex girlfriend's car, damaging her windshield. During the exchange, he threatened to withhold child support and to quote take everything from her. Closed quote. Also, he's then facing child abuse charges because, as you mentioned, mm-hmm. the children were in the car during the yeah. course of these actions. And the Hornets were caping for this dude. Oh, my goodness. Um, Of course, Bridges is serving a 10-game suspension from the NBA to begin this. A a 10-game suspension from the NBA to begin the season. It remains to be seen whether he could face further discipline from the league. And, no, this is not the original domestic violence stuff. This this was— This is a separate case. This is what it is alleged that he did to violate the protective order. 
So, yeah, not only was he just like, it wasn't just like, oh, you were within 100 feet or something like that. No, no, no. He was wilding. Yeah, it says that he, quote, unlawfully. Allegedly, and, I guess. Uh, unlawfully and knowingly violated the protection order and continually contacted the victim, according to court documents made public today. Uh, Bridges supporter appeared before a district court judge and was released on $1,000 bond. The 25-year-old had been in Washington, D.C., on Thursday night as the Hornets had played the Wizards in a preseason game. Um, Bridges did not play, of course, because he was suspended by the league. Yeah, the Hornets might just need to cut ties and move on. Yeah, and the tough part about it is, like, I don't want to, like, obviously this portion of it is the portion that's important. I understand that the reason why they probably were trying to do that is because he is a good player, but that pales in comparison to what we just discussed. Yeah, there's, it's not worth the headache, and clearly the, Real issues that he has uh, off the floor, but that's um, they'll need to get that fixed. Uh, by the way, what what are you doing at four six nine? Joel Embiid to the Mavs. Laugh out loud. Come on. Now. I mean, if if you could swing it, what, what, what? Let's just play that out real quick. What do you have to give up to to get Joel Embiid? Let's just for kicks. You really don't have draft capital. Because I mean, at minimum. Daryl Moore is going to want your superstar back in return. I mean, you got two. Who said that? Huh? Who said that? Who was that? Who, who, Chris, who said that? I don't know who said that. Who said that, Chris? Uh, more positive news and headlines. <laughs> we talked about it earlier, but Max Scherzer declared himself ready to go. Woo! After throwing another bullpen session. M-I-Z. And, and doing some fielding drills earlier today. Z-O-U. Said, quote, I feel good. Recovered. Checked I all the boxes good. I possibly I can. So I'm ready to go. So uh, how, how are you feeling about this? We could get an, an American League Championship Series. Jordan Montgomery versus Justin Verlander. Framber Valdez versus Nathan Evaldi. Well, I don't know that we get Scherzer versus... And you could get Max Scherzer versus Christian Javier. Oh, yeah. There you go. In the first three games. Scherzer would be the third. Yeah, I was like, because Jordan yeah. Montgomery's already been named the starter yeah, yeah. for game one. Yeah. That's a hell of a way to start a league championship Yeah, I mean, sign me up. Yeah, sign me of up for course, that. Of course, we won't know for certain, but it seems like everything but the official, uh, you know, act of putting him on the ALCS on the roster. roster yeah. Which will happen Sunday morning, so keep your eyes peeled for that. Mm-hmm. I imagine probably should you know follow 105 through the fan and follow follow Jared Sandler at yes. Jared Sandler on Twitter. He's he's usually really good and on uh, Instagram as well. Mm-hmm. He's usually really good about getting that information out. But that's the thing. I I, I just want to see the official you know T's cross eyes dotted and seeing him on the ALCS roster, and then I know that we're cooking with grease. Well, we know who's buying Scherzer and Uber Black. That's right. And that's Landry Locker. That's right. Over at- Sports Radio yeah, 610. So. No, look at you paying attention. Landry is going to make sure that Max Scherzer makes it to the game on time. There's someone that, that that's excited about Scherzer, Scherzer playing. So. And in one piece, yeah. Uh, from the 806, Kyrie Irving, Jason Kidd, Dwight Powell, <laughs> a couple of draft picks, and a ham sandwich for Joel Embiid. Not a ham sandwich. The ham sandwich clearly throws it over the top. Yeah, that was look, that's the sweetener. Yeah. Uh, from the 817, Kyrie Irving for Joel Embiid, Joel Embiid straight up. I don't even think that would get it done. I know it won't get it done. What you mean? 
Yeah, that wouldn't get it. I think just the age difference there is something yeah. that, like, if, if you're trading away a star of that caliber, you're hoping for probably either a young star that you can begin to build around or enough assets with, you know, young viable talent that can, you know, push you towards the idea of beginning to build around something else. And unfortunately, the Mavs don't really have. It'd have to be Kyrie, Jaden Hardy, Josh Green, and Tim Hardaway for Joel Embiid. And the tough thing is also the Mavs have traded off, uh, traded away so many of their future assets. Because the thing about it is teams would typically. And Derek Lively. They typically try and bet against your future in the idea that, all right, you're going to be good in this next stretch, but maybe it'll fall apart. And then we have good draft picks in the future. The problem is the Mavs don't even have those, really. Let's just do it for kicks real quick from the A17. Luka Doncic for Joel Embiid straight up. I don't even think that's a good idea. I don't think so either. <laughs> it sounds fun, but I don't I no, I don't I wouldn't I wouldn't do that. Brother. I wouldn't do that. You think people get mad about Luca missing games sometimes? <laughs> Can you imagine just how nasty the conversation would be? <laughs> Joel B sits out the fifth straight game. <laughs> <laughs> sits out, you know, both nights of a back-to-back. <laughs> like, come on, man. Uh, some of those hypothetical trades are kind of just fun just to throw out there. Uh, Luca for Joel Embiid. That's a wild one, though. But, uh, hey, man, Max Scherzer. Uh, <laughs> I think this speaks to some of your, your thoughts, though, from the 972. I'm terrified of Max Scherzer starting a meaningful game. Mike Bassett talked about how you can't just go, just come back from all that time and pitch effectively. It took Uvalde like a month to get back to form. Yeah. I mean, look, that is a concern that you should rightfully had. I, I'm putting a lot of stock in Scherzer himself being a dude who's had to do this comeback yes. from injury. Yes. And being a veteran and being a very, very, very good uh, baseball player when he says that he feels good and he's ready. Like, I'm putting a lot of stock in that. But no, rightfully, a little bit of skepticism is fair, more than fair in this instance. Um, especially because what happens if he's wrong is... He might end up out of a game in the first couple of innings, and then you are now putting a lot of pressure on your bullpen um, and you know maybe a long reliever to help get you through against an Astros team that can be really good um, if you're not on your P's and Q's. Those some of your headlines here. Shirts are for Embiid. Stop it. Y'all wilding. <laughs> that would be a funny trade. Uh, those are some of your headlines here on this Friday night here on the Get Right. Coming up next here on our show, five questions that will define the new NBA season. We'll discuss them next. I want to fight through the fan. Five questions that will define the NBA season. It's the Get Right with Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Anatula, Ross and Chris on the down for here on your home of the Cowboys and Texas Rangers from the 214. Bobby Bell for Joel Embiid. I've heard he's really good at golf. That's what he be saying. Uh, apparently, he's a natural. <laughs> Another one from a two one four, Max Scherzer for Joel Embiid. Y'all doing a lot. Y'all doing a lot. I wouldn't trade Bobby Bell, man. We love our guy, Bobby Bell. On Sean and Archer, shout out to them and their firehouse tour. They continued. Uh, yeah, man. Today. <laughs> I don't know if you saw some of the uh, the pictures and the videos, but. Um, Individuals putting on Bobby, I think at one point put on a trash can, and Sean because, is because of the ALCF. Yeah, 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 you know, striking him with a. Did we did we get that clear with legal? Um, do you think Bobby, you know, would worry about? He's a 
Bobby is a, you know, I'll ask for forgiveness later type of guy. Yeah, ask forgiveness instead of permission. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah. 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 That's 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 Bobby there. Uh but shout out to Sean. All Hart. right, y'all. What, what y'all done gone. Now they're trading Sean Sharif for MB. Oh, wow. Calm down. Wow. Is that was that on Twitch? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, wow. All right. Five questions that will define the NBA season. Who do we look to for this piece of content here? The Ringer. Oh, Our friends at The okay, Ringer and okay. Howard Beck, new Ringer uh, writer. Howard Beck, a long time. Oh, Beck's is with... Uh, he is. He's with The Ringer now. After uh, after he had gotten let go from... Wow. Oh, man. Who was he writing for before he was freelancing at GQ? Um, I forget. But Howard Beck, back in the was writing game. Sports Illustrated? Yes, it was SI. That's right. It okay. was SI. Um, but no, nah, long time, really good basketball writer. In fact, there's always there's a story about how Kobe one time walked up and said, what up, Beck? <laughs> and so I know there's plenty of people around the league that refer to him as such. And in this instance, we say, what up, Beck, to this list of the five questions um, leading into and that will define the 2023-24 season. And it begins with a, with kind of a philosophical one, which is can the regular season be saved? Right, obviously, the NBA has done a lot of focusing in on this. When you talk, there's growing concerns that the the regular season has lost its allure, which is why you've seen the idea of you know I mean you know the, the league trying to stop um, you know load management, trying to make sure that there are players playing on more of these occasions. The league inputting and um, instituting the midseason tournament, like all of these, are measures that are trying to help emphasize the importance of the 82 game season. But KG. Can the regular season be saved in your in your estimation? Oh boy, they're going to try. Do I think it can be saved? Yes. Um, I'm, I'm interested to see how, in particular, the uh, NBA in season tournament plays itself out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's one of the most intriguing elements of this season is the in season tournament and what that does, not just for you know the continued growth of the game and viewership of the game, but more so creating incentive for the stars of the game to play especially during the reg- early parts of the regular season and what that does for competition uh among nba players in these games so I- i'm willing to to give it a try and seeing that i think it can be saved because adam silver wants more importance on the regular season yeah. and the ways that they have gone about the rules with you know the, lo- the load management the in-season tournament um i think i think it can be but We'll see uh, beginning of the season what, what that looks like. We continue, I'm willing to give it a shot. We continue our Friday night effort to get Joel Embiid to the Dallas Mavericks, apparently, as okay. uh, Swaggy Booties has offered that we trade Mike McCarthy for Joel Embiid. Um, no, I, I, I don't I don't think that the I think that the regular season can be saved, but not in an immediate situation. So, like, for this season, the answer is no. I think okay. that the, the end-season tournament is something that will work, but I think that that's decades. Like, I think that you have to build a – you have to build a familiarity with that, and it has to then build importance over time. And I think that that's going to be a decade, two-decade type situation where doing it over time then makes it important. The only way that I think you could immediately increase the the importance of this this uh, season, and I think here on the text line from the, what is it, the 972, they got it right. Reduce the number of games. Like 82 games is just too much when you consider the you know the wear and tear on the body. And I understand people say they've been doing this for a long time. There's been a lot of wear and tear on bodies in the past. And then also just like the you know, the travel, all these things. It's just it's too much. 
However, they want that money, and so they're going to keep doing it. And so, no, I don't think that you could save the importance if, you know, even if they put in the, they put in this rule, and it's like, hey, make the guys play. And I think all this is going to happen is you probably see more actual injuries that happen over the course instead of kind of faux injuries to try and keep players healthy. I'm intrigued by this idea from the 903. Let less teams make the NBA playoffs. Season games will mean a lot more. Let's say you reduce the teams that actually made the playoffs um, and remove the what, play. What, back to eight? What if you cut it down to six? I don't think that helps because, don't remember, we go back to the time. The reason why they expanded it from eight to, uh, to ten was that more teams are now this in, theoretically, in the hunt yes, yes. later in the season because all that happens is now more teams are then going to try and race to the bottom mm-hmm. when they realize they are no longer eligible to play, right. which, then, which again then devalues more of the season. Like, yeah. I, I just don't see the path. I understand, and it's good effort. I, I appreciate what you're trying to say uh, and trying to think of there, but I think, honestly, it's just shorten the season or give it time and hope that these things that you've implemented over time can grow importance in the regular season. 75 uh, games? I think 70, 70, even 75 games would help. Yeah. But they're not taking that. They're not taking that pay cut. Yeah, they refuse to. Um, does depth win championships? Right. Who does depth win championships? Because if you boil down the Celtics offseason to simply who's in and who's out, they brought in Drew Holiday and Kristaps Porzingis, and they sent out Marcus Smart, Robert Williams, Grant Williams, uh, Malcolm Brogdon. Like they gave up depth for an opportunity at a stronger lineup. Milwaukee Bucks, you could say the same thing. Mm-hmm. They've given up depth for a stronger lineup up top. And so that's going to be a question that I imagine is answered. The Suns, the whole thing was just, let's get these the super team at the top and we'll fill out the rest with, you know, vet men or, you know, kind of pieces with flyers. We're seeing a lot of teams go, you know, try and move towards the screw the depth. Let's try and make this starting line a, a little bit better. And so that's a question that we I imagine we will see answered in this way. Like uh, even the Nuggets. Starting units the same, but Bruce Brown and Jeff Green, who were, you know, two important guys in the rotation, entirely gone and not really replaced. I guess they like the likes of like Zeke Naji and Christian Brown. Um, but are those guys really going to step in and hold those same roles or is it just going to be more at the top and then giving up of, of the depth? That was the team that I was thinking of as you were describing about the depth for NBA teams is the Denver Nuggets. And one team in particular that's going to put that to the test, although they were able to fill out some of their bench with, I thought, some nice pieces, but they're extremely top-heavy. And I think and you know which team I'm talking about. The Phoenix Suns yeah. are going to put this to the test in terms of what does depth actually look like because of Bradley Beal, Devin Booker, you know, Kevin Durant there, and what that looks like for their starting five uh, going forward and how deep they're going to be able to go into their bench uh, and what that means for, for that group there we're continuing with our five questions that will define how the 2023 2024 season looks is age just a number question number three here of course we start with the oldest player in the nba lebron james who will be 39 this december obviously going expected to lead or at least be like a part of the leading of the lakers on a potential title run Obviously, look at uh, the Warriors, who are entirely still fueled by a 35-year-old Steph Curry, and then they also brought in a 38-year-old Chris Paul to try and help that thing go better. Suns traded all that to make sure that they could give a post-Achilles tear 35-year-old Kevin Durant an opportunity of going out this. Uh, did you realize Giannis is uh, 33 years old? Right, like... What? 
Uh, the Celtics have a, you know, a 37-year-old Al Horford. Yeah, Horford been in the league for 100 years at this point. Uh, Brooke Lopez, you know, 36 in April. Like, Hold on, I'm still floored at the idea that Giannis is 33 now. Sorry, no, they have a 33-year-old next to Giannis. Oh, okay. I was about to say, for I thought Giannis Dame. was still... For Dame. Okay, because Giannis was like 28. That's what that's what's called poor reading. Oh, okay. By your boy. <laughs> I was so confused. Like, when did Giannis get turned 33? Do you feel old yet? Just, <laughs> no. Uh, but a 33-year-old yeah. uh, Dame Lillard mm-hmm. next to Giannis. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to see if age is just a number or if, the, you know, if that's going to end up wreaking, you know, a little bit of uh, havoc when it comes to some of these teams and their their dependence on older players. Yeah, I think for this particular, you know, question here, uh, we have to throw out one of these players because he's a complete outlier, and that's LeBron James. You know, LeBron James is kind of throwing this here uh, when it comes to his longevity and how long he's been able to remain in his his prime in that way. Although we saw last year, it takes a little more now for Bron Bron, you know, to get this thing revved up for him. Yeah. And what that looks like. And is, also it doesn't rev up as long. Uh-huh. And, you know, he can't carry as much of the weight. Which is why it'll be interesting to see if Anthony Davis can, you know, play as many games as he wants to this year. But, yeah, I think uh, the guys that you named, especially Lillard at 33 alongside Giannis, that's going to be the fun duo to watch. And I think age is it's all right for right now. If your oldest player is 39 years old, I think we're okay right now. Okay. We're all right. Um, We were talking about this earlier, just how patient is Joel Embiid? I mean, do we Ooh. have to rehash all the shenanigans that's happened around James Harden? No, and but. That's a team that's had a lot of assets, and ultimately they have not even made the finals. With a, I mean, with a lot, a lot of talent and a really incredible Joel Embiid who will turn 30 in March. So let me ask you this question. Uh-huh. Nick Nurse is a championship head coach. What exactly – okay, so you're starting to answer my question. What does Nick Nurse add to this group? Some that, real good zone defenses. That, But that's about it. So um, I'm trying to figure out what's, what is Nick Nurse going to be providing as an advantage – that Doc Rivers couldn't do, or is it? Th- is it the simple fact that he's not Doc Rivers? That might be part of it. That, that <laughs> might be part of it. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what it goes on because I'm not going to pretend like I was the most in tune, in tune with what Nick Nurse was doing with Toronto. And I do know that he has an emphasis on defense and the capability yes. of coaching that up. But yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued on seeing what happens there. But no, I'm, I'm not certain that that's something that's amazing, um, going forward. But I do know that they didn't have. The, I think that was one of the better options that they had available to them. And I asked that question in, in relation to the patience of Joel Embiid because how long will Joel Embiid want to, you know, deal with the new Nick Nurse experiment and what that looks like for him and how he feels like he can maybe still win with the Philadelphia 76ers or does that lead to him eventually maybe looking elsewhere to possibly go win a championship? I don't know. Uh, but that's going to be a very, very interesting team to watch this year. And finally, the last of the five questions that will define the NBA this season. Does old slick back hair himself, Pat Riley, have one more trick up his sleeve? It feels like the Miami Heat have showed up multiple times to ruin your party, you know? And he, Pat Riley has usually gotten the player that he wants. Puts the rings on the table, the players show up, everything's all good. This offseason, he didn't make it happen when it came to Damian Lillard. But uh, are they going to be able to, you know, have another trick up their sleeve with, you know, the Bam Adebayo and Jimmy Butler-led team to maybe make it interesting in the East or even just, like, ruin the party that it seems like the Celtics 
and the Milwaukee Bucks and maybe to a lesser extent the um, Philadelphia 76ers are trying to throw for themselves here. Well, here's the the flip side to that is not only did Pat Riley not get the guy that he wanted in Damian Lillard, but his two chief rivals in the East got the players that they probably coveted and would need to help soften the blow of not getting Damian Lillard. And, of course, I'm talking about Lillard going to the Milwaukee Bucks and then the Boston Celtics pulling off a trade to go get Drew Holiday. So not only did you not get the guy that you wanted, I think you got weaker because of what your two two of your, you know, more tough competitors in the East were able to acquire. Not just that. Remember, they lose two players that were big for them in their run. In yeah, Gabe that's Vincent, right. Max, Max Struess, yeah. And there's not really a replacement for that that they went and got. They just kind of lost some players. And Kyle Lauer is yet a year older there. Jimmy Butler. Uh, Miami's, I think they'll be good, but I don't. How good is the question? Yeah, I don't know if I see them as a, a championship contender because right now it's Milwaukee and Boston and everybody else in the East at this point. Okay. We've got basketball coming in what? Is it a week at this point? Week and a half? Uh, 12 or 11 days from. Mm, week and a half. Uh, from today. Okay. Uh, the, open, the NBA season opens up and the Mavericks open up their season 12 days from now. Uh, when they take on take on Victor Wimbanyama and the San Antonio Spurs, twenty three points, three blocks for Wimby tonight might be a thing. Might be good at basketball, gentlemen. I don't know. Like I, I don't want to speak too soon. He's looking good so far. It's the final call next on the Get Right. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Final time here on the Get Right for Reggie KG here on 105 through the fan. Kevin Gray, Reginald Latatula. Yep. Ross and Chris on the down for here. Really appreciate you joining us tonight on our four hour show. If you missed anything on the Get Right, you can hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app or you can go to 105throughthefan.com. Hit the Get Right podcast page, and you can listen to any episode, any segment, anytime on demand for our show. Want to thank Aisha Morrison of DallasCowboys.com and the co-host of Girls Talk, Boys Talk. Landry Locker, co-host of In the Loop on Sports Radio 610 on our sister station of Odyssey in Houston. 
and Carter Freeman, our terrific video coordinator and college football extraordinaire for joining us at 920. Aisha and Landry joined us via, or excuse me, Landry joined us via the Boomer Jacks Bar and Grill Hotline. Meanwhile, Aisha and, of course, Carter hung out in studio with us tonight. So, again, if you missed anything, make sure you hit the rewind button on the Odyssey app. And you can catch out all of our videos uh, on YouTube as well. Search 105 Through the Fan on YouTube and hit the subscribe button while you are there. Um, haven't been live on YouTube and Twitch tonight. Sound like the, uh, the Twitch lounge was uh, was hopping in there. Tonight. Yeah, man. Folks was hanging out. Shout out to Swagger Booties. Shout out to S. Dawkins. I know both of them were hanging out for most of the night. I think we had some other people earlier. I think Opie was hanging out. Natty Daddy. Just some of the usual suspects. Mm-hmm. And uh, some new faces. But, hey, always great to have anybody and everybody hanging with us right here on the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan. It's the final call here on this Friday night, Friday the 13th. Um, Spooky. <laughs> that's right. As we're uh, just a couple. I'll see what y'all have been cooking tonight. Apparently, I, look, I, one thing I've noticed since Chris started working here, I was like, oh, okay, he got a little bit of like a musical. Yeah, yeah. So we at some point we've got to dig into that and figure out yeah, what exactly. You know what? Actually, some point is now. Actually, uh, yeah, why not? What's going on there? Chris, uh, what if I if I had to like look in your whatever your streaming app of choices or music app of choice, most listened to three most listened to artists are whom? All right, we got to go Anderson Pac okay. at the top. We had My some King James, King James earlier. Banger right there. Bruh, you you speaking my language right now. I like what okay, you're doing. Okay, so one, yeah, Anderson right. Pack. Uh-huh. Duran Jones and the Indications. Heard, heard that group, Soul Group. I, I'm... Sounds familiar, but I need to I need to double check because it, it might not be, and I don't want to misrepresent myself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Well, I got I got to give a shout also to the Beckleys, local Dallas group, killing it, opening for a bunch of groups down there in Oak Cliff. Shout out to the Beckleys as well. Okay, so okay. I, I kind of see where we're at to get a general idea. Also, you're a concert guy, I'm guessing. Big concert guy, okay. Deep Ellum. We're, we're going to need to get you and Medford. Oh, yeah, same, for sure. Page. You, did you know Medford's uh, Medford? best friend? Yeah, Alec Medford. He's uh, best friends with Post Malone. He's not the best friends of Post. Y'all hear about the new uh, Raising Canes up there, the Post Malone-themed Canes, Northwest Highway? I saw that. Big time. I did not hear about yeah, that, Yeah, Trayvon actually. Diggs was hanging out with him, all oh. kinds of stuff. Yeah, it's a, it's a Cowboys-themed, Post Malone-themed uh, Raising Canes. Yeah, it's kind of it's Good for him. It's kind of wild. I think Medford's going soon, so. I'm sure, I'm sure he's already been. Yeah. The thought that just crossed my mind, I just want everybody to know, I'm not sharing that. I have a filter. Um, <laughs> I, I had to let everybody know. That's how I like, you know, appease myself. Mm. I want y'all to know that I had something that I could have said. Good job, but I didn't. Way to show a restraint for mm-hmm. yourself. Uh, Forbes has released the uh, highest paid soccer players in the world. Is it me? Uh, no. Okay, I'm still crossing my fingers. Maybe next year. I'm sure you could get the top four. Cristiano's going to be up here, ain't he? At number one, he's making... Saudi money. $260 million. Saudi money. Uh, no. um, is Neymar up here as well? Neymar comes in at number three. Also Saudi money. 
$112 million. So you got Ronaldo at number one. Can you, can you tell the theme that I'm going for here? Mm-hmm. Let me see. Who else won? <laughs> All the dudes Saudi making money. the Saudi money. I'm going to say Phil Mickelson next. Wow. <laughs> you got oh, some jokes. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, that was a good thing. I like what you're doing there. Look at that. I like what you're doing there. Is Mbappe up here? Because I don't remember how much he makes. He comes in at number four. Okay. $110 million. And deservedly so. That dude is a monster. Two goals for France, by the way, today. Talent. Pure class. Um, who is number two? Come I'm, on. I'm don't, don't, over, don't overthink it. Oh, yeah, it. I forget. Me- Messi got equity. <laughs> Messi, doesn't have, Messi doesn't have a paycheck. Messi has equity. Realistic. In, not, not just equity. in he has, he has equity in the league. Yes. Equity in the TV partner. Adidas. Equity in the, yeah, in the, in the, the, the brand, like yes. the clothing brand that yes. outfits them. I was like, yo, yeah. they are wilding. But also, I get why you have to do it because why, why else would he come? Yeah, Messi at $135 million. So that means that Cristiano Ronaldo is literally making nearly double <laughs> what Messi's making at this point. Uh, can you guess who number five is? Oh, there's also a fifth. Okay. Um, let's see. I don't know. I feel bad because I feel like I should know, but I don't. Who is it? Kareem Benzema. Benzema. Oh, Benzema. Yeah, Benzema, Benzema also me, went yeah. Saudi. Duh. Uh, $106 million. Yeah, I should have remembered that Benz went Saudi. And still, very good. Very good at the football. Um, But, yeah. The top 10 soccer players in the world are cumulatively making nearly $1 billion. Let them kids kick that footy, brother. <laughs> Let them do it. I mean, look, just long enough to figure out if there's something there. If there's not, you know. They don't got to do it. It's, doesn't hurt to try. Doesn't hurt to try. And then you go let them swing a bat. See if they got a, that hand-eye coordination. And then where else do you take them? Um, uh, speaking of another soccer note real quick. Uh, this is personal to us. British billionaire Jim Ratcliffe mm-hmm. has reportedly emerged as the front runner in the sales saga of Manchester United. The Glazers are not selling that club. Look, man, we, I'm, not, <laughs> I'm not falling for the bait. You're not going to pump fake me. It's not going to happen. Them jokers are not actually going to sell the club. What's going to happen is Radcliffe may ultimately get, like, a you know, some portion of the ownership, and the Glazers are going to keep their ownership stake so they can keep cashing out Why will on they the, just most, give it up? the most pop Because it's the most popular uh, brand in soccer around the world, and they keep taking – they keep, you know, it's, it's a personal ATM for them. They can cash a little bit out every once in a while instead of putting it in, putting money in. Because sports is supposed to be the vanity project of the wit rich. And now they're trying to make it a business. It was never a business. Y'all supposed to be like, y'all don't do enough charity work for the people of like the, the cities that you claim to love. At least give us fun, fun sports and put money in. How about that? You jerks. Uh, well, Radcliffe is the lone remaining bidder alongside uh, Qatari businessman. I'm not even going to try to pronounce all this. Uh, oh, is that uh, Sheikh Jassim? Yes, I can't remember. I, I, might, got, I probably butchered that, but at least I I know, I know that I have enough to try. Yeah. Where I think you were in a little bit of a conundrum there. Well, there was four. There's four other names after that. Oh, I don't remember all his names. I apologize. I do not have them readily. If, I've been apologizing all day. You know what? Let's just go ahead and get a an all covering apology. Uh, I, I Reginald Datatula sincerely apologize to anyone and everyone that I need to, um, for offending or mispronouncing or any other transgressions I may have uh, undertaken over the course of these four hours of program. 
Um, I'll do my best to do better, and I'll grow and continue to grow and be a better person um, in society. Thank you. Uh, we try. We want to make sure we get it right. Mm-hmm. But we try. Yep. Um. Hey, shout out to not Alex Eight on the on the Twitch, mm-hmm. who knows that I'm gonna be at UTA Com Day on Tuesday. There you go. So yeah, gonna be talking to the babies about communications Dro- and such. Drop that knowledge. Appreciate the hard work of Ross and Chris tonight. Appreciate you, gentlemen. Hope y'all have a fantastic weekend. For my partner, Reginald Atatula, my name is Kevin Gray. This has been the Get Right with Reggie KG on 105.3 The Fan. Big weekend in DFW. Rangers Astros, game one of the American League Championship Series. Cannot wait for Sunday. Y'all have a good weekend. We'll talk to you later. Be easy. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.